Alrighty, hello everybody, and welcome back to Spiked, the one and only OTL football podcast, episode twenty-two. I'm your host Robert Vona, as always. My right-hand man, Mr. Jack Brittle, will be accompanying me today, along with two other wonderful guests. Uh, we got the founder of OTL, Curtis Martin, alongside fellow contributor and uh, big football fan, Nathan Kennedy. Boys, thanks for coming on again. How's it going? Not good. Not good. Not good. Everyone's down in the dumps after that wild card. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in the basement in our pick them now at three and three. Um, took a bit of a bold gamble on the Raiders. You know what? I will I will say that you kept it at a one-score game. I knew it was going to be a closer game than people expected. Uh, all, all credits to uh, Joey Burr and the boys down in Cincy. Got it done. Um, and then the people's team, the Dallas Cowgirls, lost <laughs> to the Niners. Um <laughs> Can we that get was, fed on this episode, please? I was going to say, just... I, I might try to call him for about 30 seconds. But yeah, that was, just... that was, an, a, that was a sad showing. Uh, it, it doesn't help when you give Zeke 12 carries. I figured they could have balanced play calling a bit more. But you know what? Honestly, couldn't get it done. All credit to the Niners. Run game was huge. Big takeaway from Quan Williams. It was, uh, it was a big team win there. So hopefully they can carry some momentum. I, I don't want to flex and hi everyone. I guess this is the first time we're talking this podcast, but uh, I think I did win the pick in the first week. I think I won five and one. So, you know, uh-huh. shout out to- it's funny you say that because I have my wonderful chart right here that I oh, wrote here down. Oh, well, wait, 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 was I foreign yeah. to you? I know. Nope. I, was, I know. It was no, 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 no. So we have uh, Jack and Nate who are both sitting at a, a comfortable three and three. Uh, and then you and five I, hundred. Curtis are both five and one. So, hey, Damn. there you go. It kind of went downhill when Nate started off over two with the Raiders and the Pats, but yep, he pulled himself hey. back three and one in the last. Every, everybody, everybody lost out on the Cowgirls, so it's uh, it's all good. Yeah, you know? literally everyone lost out, even the viewers. Every like yeah. literally everyone lost. Well, out. everyone except Niners fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. Do you even know a Niners fan? I don't know a Niners fan. I know a couple. I don't, but uh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick might be a Niners fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he must I don't know really love the Niners. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, he loves the team that cut him for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyways, not not to get off track too much. Uh, obviously, we're wrapping up Wild Card Weekend, headed into the divisional round. Uh, we're going to be previewing the four games that we got ahead of this week. All great games coming up i'm sure two of them in particular have a lot more implications but nonetheless we're going to go over all four of them uh so i want to get it started here with the first game on the weekend the Bengals and the titans um you know obviously the Bengals came off of an electric win last weekend at home in front of their fans uh they're going up against the titans who could possibly we have to get this clarified before before we start recording but could possibly uh get derrick henry back and obviously that's going to be a huge boost to them. Um, so I want to get your guys' thoughts. We'll kind of do the same thing, maybe touch upon uh, how a couple teams got here. So obviously highlight some things you saw from Cincinnati last week, uh, how you like them matching up against Tennessee this week, and we'll kind of keep that same that same flow for each game. So, uh, Nate, why don't you start us off? Cincinnati and Tennessee, who you got? Cincinnati, Tennessee. Um, this one's going to be completely reliant um, on the X factor being Derrick Henry, whether or not he's coming back. Uh, head coach uh, Vrabel said he will be a decision tomorrow. Uh, they will come to a decision uh, tomorrow being Friday uh, as to whether or not he's going to be active in the lineup. 
Um, for those of you out there who are like looking for a pick or a logical explanation for a pick, to be honest, I would expect Derrick Henry to play. So if he's if he's hinging on your bet in whatever way, I would definitely just bet it with the assumption that he's going to play. Anyway, withstanding that, Burrow came out, won his first career playoff game, currently undefeated in his career in the postseason through one game. Don't want to boost him too much, but I just wanted to say that. Uh, went for 244, 24 of 34, with two touchdowns in his first career playoff win. Jamar Chase at 100 yards uh, in his first postseason game. Pretty impressive. Um, the only big... The big glaring mistake I see in that game from the Bengals is uh, they only amassed 83 rushing yards as a team. Um, formerly with uh, during the regular season with Joe Mixon, they were a very good running team, but 2.8 yards per carry for him is not quite up to par. Um, in terms of this matchup, Bengals, uh, the Bengals and Titans are built very similarly uh, to very strong run defense teams, but allow a lot in the pass. Um, with uh, the Bengals are ranked... Bengals are ranked 26th in pass defense, where the Titans are ranked 25th. Um, and then uh, the Titans are actually ranked second in run D, and the Bengals are ranked fifth. Uh, Bengals are getting Trey Hendrickson back for this game, which is huge for them. Bolsters their D-line. Hopefully uh, will hinder the the performance of Derrick Henry if he's going to play, which I assume he will. Um, the Titans also didn't finish that strong in their last eight games. They did go five and three, but they did have wins against, uh, or they lost to the Texans, Steelers and Patriots with another three point game against the Texans, which was a narrow win. Um, to be honest, I think this is just going to be a, an instance of the wild of the, uh, bye week almost hurting a team. I think Derrick Henry, even with his return, I feel like they're going to come out stagnant and get against a hot team in, uh, in the Bengals. I'm going to give this a 31, 24 Bengals win here. Um, this is just going to be on the back that if, if we're talking about teams who are going to be forced to pass because of strong run defenses, I have a lot more faith in, uh, in the Bengals in their cast with Burrow, Chase, Tyler Boyd, Higby, Uzama, even Mixon as a weapon, uh, than I do with, uh, Tannehill, AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Um, just haven't seen enough from them consistently. Um, it seems like kind of one of them gets the shine where, uh, where the other one kind of takes a backseat. It doesn't really seem like they both work, uh, in coercion with each other. Um, Derek Henry, I will say the return, the return of him will be a huge X factor for this game. Again, he could have a dominant King like performance, put up 200 yards and completely flip this game on its head. But for me, this is going to be a 31, 24 Bengals win. Yeah, I, um, for me, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, you know, when talking about the Titans, um, it's almost like they feel like one of the weaker number one seeds in the AFC that we've seen in a while. Um, you know, not to throw any shade. I mean, they, they, you know, they finished first in the, in the conference, they had a good season. Um, but I, they, there just hasn't been that continued dominance over the course of the entire season that we kind of associate with getting the buy, getting the number one seed. Um, and especially we saw, uh, you know, they, they did struggle, uh, once they lost Eric Henry, uh, that'll be a huge boost. Like Nate said, if they get him back, I, I think that could really, you know, that, that could be a game changer that could, I mean, he could single, and we've seen it before he can single-handedly, you know, uh, carry them to victory. Um, but I still think it's going to be difficult. Um, looking at some of the stats from last week, um, the, uh, the Bengals allowed, uh, 83 rushing yards from Josh Jacobs, uh, 20 from Derek Carr. So, you know, uh, they, 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 you know, they, they did a decent attempt at uh, uh, stopping the Raiders, uh, 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 you know, uh, rushing offense. Um, it, obviously, it, you know, Derrick Henry is going to be way harder. Um, but yeah, I just think that um, 
this this is going to come down if, if you're looking for kind of key key players in this game um it's going to be for cincinnati it's obviously going to be joe burrow jamar chase um you know i thought burrow looked great last week for the most part uh you know i don't know if we're going to get into talking about uh some of the last week's games but obviously there was a little uh controversial touchdown that was scored um but uh yeah, I mean, overall, I thought he looked really good. You know, kind of continuing that uh, that dominance that we saw late in the regular season. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think this is going to be a good one. Um, obviously, the Titans have the you know the home field advantage, um, but even still, I I I I like Nate said. I don't really have the same um, faith in their receiving core as I do as. Uh, as I do in uh, Cincinnati's now, obviously we didn't, you know, they have the buy. So, you know, there's always that, that kind of, um, you know, that discussion, whether it hurt, you know, it's rust or rest. Um, in this case, I, I do think it probably helps them because they, you know, they, they know who they're playing they're, They have, they've, they've had a, um, you know, some, some time to, to game plan um, against their opponents. And yeah, I mean, you know, being able to get Derrick Henry back is absolutely massive. Um, in saying that, though, like I said, and like Nate brought up, you know, there's been some, uh, some, you know, questionable losses and some, even some, you know, even the games that they've won, I mean, uh, have been, you know, like you said, three-point game against Houston. I mean, that's, that's kind of concerning. Um, but, they have, they have had the buy to kind of, you know, get things back in order um, for this game, for, for my pick, it's a tough one. Cause like I said, if Derek Henry has one of his monster games, I mean, that could just, you can just kind of throw out everything else I say. And, 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 you know, um, that could be the end of it, but I think I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. I just think that they're, they have more of a, 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 a varied offense between the, the, the rushing and their, their passing. Um, and I think that, you know, in the playoffs, you can't be, you can't be a one dimensional team. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to say, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think I'm going to say 27, 23 Bengals. I don't know who wants to go next. Me yeah. and Curtis are just blankly staring at each other. <laughs> oh, okay, I can go. I can go. I can go. Yeah, go for it. I, I think it's going to be very interesting, obviously, for the points that I think Nate and Jack pretty much covered everything I was going to say. And the fact that, you know, this Cincinnati team hasn't had a great run game so far this playoffs, and they're going up against the team that was second in the league in run defense, but only behind Baltimore uh, in this game, which things any easier for Joe Mixon or that O-line to create that run defense. But I think like everyone else said, there's just something about that Jamar Chase and um, and Joe Burrow like combination that no one's been able to figure out yet. No one's been able to shut them down. They no, I'm not trying to like salt the wound for um, Raiders fans, but Raiders were top 10 in pass defense this this last regular season and they were able to find ways to beat that secondary so you know with a i would argue a weaker secondary in tennessee i find that they're going to probably exploit that even more now the on the other side of that 
I think that the Titans have a better weapon in Derrick Henry. I think the big question for me is Derrick Henry 100%. I think the big question is, do we think he would actually be coming back if this wasn't the playoffs? And if that's the case, then I don't know how much you can rely on Derrick Henry. He's a great running back. He's probably one of the greatest of our generation. But, you know, if you're not 100% healthy, you're going to a playoff game. It's going to be it's going to be tougher. I mean, so for those reasons, and I don't want to drag this out too long because everyone else made my points, I'm going to probably going to go Bengals. And they're my Super Bowl. Not, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but they're my pick to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl because I think that, you know, they're just on this kind of roll where I don't see them getting stopped. You know, sometimes it's all it takes is you win one game, you keep on going, you keep on going. And I can see that with the Bengals. So if I'm going to put a score on it, I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go 28-21 Bengals. It's a fair pick. Um, I'm going to hop on the wave here. I'm going to keep mine pretty short. I'm also taking the Bengals um, for a few reasons. One, I'm not... 100% certain on the status of Derrick Henry. I'm sure he'll play because if I was a team like Tennessee, I don't care if you're 75%, 80%, 85% healthy, you're getting out there and you're going to play if you're, if I'm, I'm leading that team. Um, That being said, when I look at Cincinnati, I see a team that's got all the momentum in the world coming off of a win. Like you could just see that win, how much it meant to not only the, the, the players, but, but the city really. And um, I think that's really going to motivate a lot of the players on the defensive side of the ball for Cincinnati, whether it be Hendrickson or, or even Jesse Bates. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much Henry or Julio for that matter can sustain because they've been very injury prone this year. And, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to go out there and get her, but I'm saying that I'd look for Cincinnati to kind of take advantage of that and maybe, you know, hit a little bit harder here and there. So I, I also think it's going to, a lot of this game is going to be determined on the passing game and, you know, seven days of the week, I'm taking Cincinnati's passing game over, over Tennessee's as good as AJ Brown has been this year. Um, so I think, like I said, just purely based off of uh, momentum alone and, and, you know, health and, and the way the game I think is going to play out, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to take a score. I'm going to say a lower, a little bit lower scoring, probably like a, 24 20 around there 24 20 for for cincinnati so there's my pick um you know moving on to the second game of the week we have the 49ers again another team that came off of a huge win uh this time on the road in dallas going up against the super bowl favorites uh the green bay packers and uh you know we saw last week and a few reports have come out that garoppolo suffered a bit of a shoulder injury injury but uh he's going to be going out there hopefully for San Francisco uh, to Lambeau. So I'm going to kick it off here. Um, I said it last episode, I have the Packers winning the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with it, obviously, for this round. Um, I do think, you know, the conversation rest or rust does come into play, but I feel like with Green Bay, it's a different case scenario because once they start finding that connection, once they start getting their groove, it's just, we've seen it all year. It's like nobody really competes with them in, in certain case scenarios. And as good as San Francisco's defense has been, I do think just strictly the fact that like, you know, they're going into, into a city like green Bay and it's a lot different than playing in green Bay in January than it is in playing in San Francisco in January or Dallas in in January for that matter. So for those reasons, I'm going to go green Bay just because I feel like it's going to take, you know, 
kind of like something similar we saw with the Chiefs last week. All it took was one score, and they, they just exploded from there. So I'm going with Green Bay. I'm going to say by a score of, I'll say 31-17. I'm going to go with that. So, but Before we talk about this game, can I just bring up the the – the the game the Dallas uh, 49ers game like what the hell were they thinking with that quarterback sneak with like how many seconds left like 12 12 yeah. seconds like what not enough i just like, don't i understand the I, it even it sounds stupid to me saying saying i understand the logic going down willingly inbounds with under 10 seconds left at that point but I think I don't think the problem comes with that play. I think the play call itself wasn't a bad idea. You take a big chunk off of it where no one's defending you. I understand that you get down as soon as you can. You get ready. You all to get to the line. No one found the ref. No one found the ref. Prescott. I think had they the just ball. forgot the rule. Yeah, placed it on the ground. The ref's trying to burrow through the center. That's why he's trying to push him around. He's trying to yeah. get to the ball so he can touch it so it's active. The ref did his job and he was like going as fast as he could. And the thing was, at first, at first, I was like, wow, like, wow, this is all on the refs. The refs did it twice because they, and people forget they did it earlier in the game, too. There was a hurry up mm-hmm. situation where the ref also fumbled it and did the same thing. In saying that, it's not the ref's fault how long he takes. It's the quarterback and team's responsibility to make sure they're all ready to go at the line with the ref there. And right. And, and they had to have that in their mind before they called that play. Like, we got to factor that in as well. You know what I mean? That the ref yeah. has to run up and, you know, spot the ball. So whatever. Anyways, that's, I just wanted to briefly uh, touch on that, but um, no, it, des- I- it deserves to be brought up because I think, I think a lot of people were given flack to the play call. Like I was at the beginning. And then I didn't quite realize kind of the, where the blame was to lie. And there's so many different folds to it than just, yeah. well, I don't know why Dak instantly gave the ball to the center. Like he didn't even look for the ref. Like you guys are talking about, he like instantly gave yeah. the ball to the center to snap it. And I don't know why even the center wasn't like, um, we need the ref here to touch the ball first. <laughs> yeah, like, give, the, give the ball to a 280-pound human being yeah. who's not going to get moved by a ref chasing him down, like, <laughs> yeah. near, like yeah, from behind. It just it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Just poor poor clock management by Mike McCarthy. But anyways, um, yeah, so talking about this week's game, uh, San Francisco-Green Bay, obviously, like Robert said, Green Bay is most people's favorite to, uh, to go to the Super Bowl. Not my personal pick, but with that being said, uh, I am going to pick Green Bay in this game. Um, I think it was an impressive uh, victory uh, for San Francisco. You know, obviously, it's fun to make fun of Dallas, but I mean, I do think they were they were a decent team this year. Uh, and you know, for San Fran to come in there, you know, at Jerry World and 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 beat the Cowboys, I think that's a big deal. Um, so all props to them, but. Yeah, I mean, this this one, I really do think that, you know, there's no way that Green Bay loses this game. Um, they just look all year. They've just looked incredible. Um, I, you know, I think it's absolutely a factor that this game is at Lambeau and you're talking about a team that is from the Bay Area in California. I mean, it's just not they, they, they're just not used to that. Um, so I think that factors in, um, you know, the shoulder injury injury for Garoppolo probably a non-factor i mean i still uh, like like you guys said i still think he plays um but it is worth noting that you know they have a competent uh you know backup qb and trey lance um if something were to happen if it were to get aggravated or something um you know not to say that i think he's going to go out there and win them the game but yeah i mean obviously san francisco has a lot of momentum 
Um, that's a factor as well, but I just don't see anybody besides perhaps my uh, Super Bowl pick for the NFC uh, stopping uh, Aaron Rodgers this year. I, I just, you know, he's uh, obviously in the, in the conver- conversation for MVP. And uh, yeah, I just, I, uh, I think this, I, I think Green Bay is, is this, this is a pretty much uh, it has to be a victory for them. So I'm going to go Green Bay. I'm going to go um, not a blowout, but, you know, a, a pretty uh, convincing win. I'll say 31-20. Seems like yeah, we all I, Oh, geez, tough. Okay, you go. You go, bud. Go ahead. Have it. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, I think a lot of my thinking to do with Green Bay winning this game and winning – I think they're going to win the Super Bowl is the fact that Aaron Rodgers is low-key on a revenge tour against everyone. He's on a revenge tour against every team in the NFL. He's on a revenge tour against Tom Brady. He's on a revenge tour against his own team. And what better icing on the cake would there be than to him for him to win MVP and the Super Bowl this year? I think he's going to win MVP this year. I, I don't think that's a question. I think he's he has this year's uh, MVP. Mr. Brady would like to have a word with you. Jonathan yeah. Taylor would also like to have a word with you. No, I think he's this year's MVP. This is my time. Um, <laughs> and I just think that this team overall is just too good. Like they haven't, most teams, even the best teams in the league have a time where they show a little bit of a, like a wobble during the season. This team hasn't. They have one of the most consistent defenses in the league over the last five, 10 years. And then you also got to factor in, you know, just the just the ability of Aaron Rodgers and some of the weapons he has to work with. Um, I think that, you know, it's not going to, it wouldn't shock me for them to win this game. And I think they're going to win this game, but I mean, it's all, I guess it all is up to Jimmy G. That's so weird to say, but you know, if for some reason he can find some magic and stay with Aaron Rodgers, I could see them maybe winning this game. And maybe that, 49ers defense gets a, finds a way to get to Rodgers. But, I mean, this Packers D has also been great this year. So, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Packers, and I'm going to probably go – I think I'm going to go 30 – I think I'm, if I'm doing my math wrong, whatever. I think I'm, I'm going to go like 35-24-ish. I'd probably say around that range for this game. So my I'll start with my score prediction because that's scarily close to mine. I have 34-24 here for the Packers. Um I J- Jimmy G played a great game last week. I'll start it by saying that. The Niners had a great game, exceeded all expectations, went into Jerry World, stomped the haters, nice team controlled win. Great game on the ground from their two-headed snake of Eli Mitchell and Debo combined for just under 160 yards together, two touchdowns. Uh, big takeaway from the Niners defense, Quan Williams snagged one from Dak. Um, there are a few things that I find very interesting about this game. How good of a run game San Fran has, I think, plays very well against a team like the Packers, who are ranked 21st in run D currently in the league throughout the regular season. Um, Rodgers is 6-6 six and six in his career against the Niners, but is actually hasn't had a win in the playoffs against the Niners in his career. So I think this is going to be the game that changes that trend. 
Um, few other things, a couple uh, injury reports here. Bakhtiari didn't practice on Tuesday, and uh, Jair and Nick Bosa were limited on Wednesday, but they're all expected to be healthy, ready to go. Um, I just see this as just Aaron Rodgers being vintage Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I can't remember the last time that he's lost a primetime playoff game at home in Lambeau. I just think all the chips are in his hand. Um, as Curtis alluded to, very much an MVP caliber season. I don't see I don't see his performance dipping uh, to a team like San Fran. Jimmy G would have to do a lot to win this game. Jimmy G would have to have a out-of-body experience to beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field. Um, I have I have a lot of respect for Jimmy G and what he's done over his career, but this is this is Aaron Rodgers' world, and he's Jimmy G is going to be living in it for about two and a half hours before he goes home. So. Um, I gotta go Rogers 34, 24. Um, I'll go a, a slight little line prediction here. I'll say like Rogers goes 31 for 44 with three thirty three touchdowns. I think he throws a pick though. I think, I think San Fran earns a takeaway, but I do think, I do think green Bay ends up just powering through. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I, this is again, much like Rob said, this is my Super Bowl favorite here. So I didn't see them regardless of who they were playing between San Fran and Dallas losing this game. So I think uh, this is a very good draw for, uh, for Aaron Rodgers to win. But again, I mean, San Fran's defense has been, has been dogging good teams all year. So don't be surprised if they come out and make it make like dif- difficult for Aaron. But again, this is, it's his playground. I mean, Lambeau in the winter, this is basically like the most comfortable you can get Aaron Rodgers. So I, it would take a lot for San Fran to win, hence my 34-24. But, hey, I think this is going to be the hell of a game, and this is going to be primetime Rodgers. Uh, I just want to say one thing before we uh, move on to the next game. Uh, I don't know if it's something about where Nate was looking, but ESPN has uh, the Packers ranked uh, 10th overall in yards given up on the run game per game. So I don't know if that's wrong or if what Nate has is wrong. But so no, my, Mine's right. Mine's the same thing according to yards. So what were you going off of then when you said they were 21st? Rushing yards allowed. Oh, okay. Well, I don't I think it just matters on per game, but you know, that's fine. I guess it's just a different way of looking at the stat. But um, and then also I was just gonna say that I think we are kind of underestimating a little bit of the 49ers D. They have been good this year and they've shown what they could do against a, one of the best, I guess the best offense in the league and the Cowboys last week. So you know, maybe we're kind of underestimating them a little bit, but I don't know. I still see Rodgers coming out on top of this game. Well, moving on. <laughs> These last two games are quite possibly the two games of the week. Um, so giddy up because it's going to get interesting. Uh, first, we're going to tackle the Rams and the Bucks. I don't even know where to start with this game. Um, I have it written down here, you know, if you're familiar with some of the terminology we've used on past episodes, in all capitals, destroy. Uh, the Rams destroyed Kyler Murray and the Cardinals last week, and the Buccaneers destroyed Jalen Hurts and the Eagles last week. Um, I really think that this is going to be a defensive battle. I know that might come across as a little outlandish take, considering how good both offenses are. But I mean, looking at how they played last week, both defenses. I understand that they're both against fairly young quarterbacks in their first uh, first time in the playoffs, but they just they were all over them. And you know, if if you if you come into this game and you expect a Tom Brady or a Matthew Stafford to make kind of poor deci- poor throwing decisions like like Murray made last week or, or like Hertz made last week, they're not going to. So I understand that, but I do think that the defenses are just on a different level right now. I mean, I don't care who they're playing. Some of the plays that they were making last week, like, you know, Shaq Barrett tipped one up to himself and, 
and took it back. And I mean, you know, I think LA had a pick six in there. So it was just, it was, it was really something to see. Um, as for a pick, you know, there's so many different directions you can go because I, I really liked what I saw out of LA last week. You know, they were mixing up the play calls a lot and, and, you know, I, I like Cam Akers just had himself a game and it was just, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that that guy just missed an entire season off of a torn ACL when he comes in and tears it up like he did last week. And at the same time, I mean, the bucks are the bucks. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it seems like it doesn't matter who's lining up in the backfield for him. They're just gonna, they're going to make it work out. And on top of that, you know, with Evans and Gronk, it's just like, you know, it's too much. So I, I, I feel like for a pick, the safer option is the bucks because they're at home, but I'm breaking the unwritten rule of betting against Tom Brady and I'm going with the Rams. I just feel like they had so much more of a convincing win last week. And, and I don't think it's the, take. their whole season, <laughs> their whole season leading up to this has just been like, like unbelievable. Really. It really has been. And I mean, I know last time they played was in September and a lot has happened since September, but they did win in September. Um, so I, I do want to put that out there, but I feel like this is this is going to be like one possession game at most, and I feel like the Rams are just going to kind of come out on top just because they got so many weapons on the offensive side and their defense has been playing great. So that being said, I'm going Rams 24-21. I'm, I'm uh, going to piggyback. Oh, Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll piggyback off of uh, Robert because I have the same pick. I have the Rams winning. I know that might be a shocker, but – you know, I think Tom Brady's reign is finally starting to end a little bit. Oh, my, I was with I was with you a little bit until that. That can't happen. This guy just won the Super Bowl last year. I mean, by reign, I mean being the reigning Super Bowl champion. Oh, OK. Oh, that, mm, <laughs> is that really what you meant, Curtis? Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Take it as you will. I still said it. So there it's out there. It's been said. anyways. I just think that. I, I know Brady can play with anyone. Like You can put any receivers with Brady, and he'll do good. But I just think that Matt Stafford has just two – like their weapons are way better than, than uh, you know, the Buccaneers' weapons. And I think that's the main reason why they're going to win this thing. I think Cooper Cup's arguably one of the better receivers in the uh, NFL right now. And then them adding Odell, who's only had success in destroying that team, you know, it just creates a really tough – pass game to defend and Matt Stafford has been good all year he's had a couple of games maybe where he's been so-so but I think all year he's been consistent in giving the balls to those guys so and I've seen in the playoffs good quarterbacks lose because they don't have someone that can catch the ball I know people are going to say they have Gronk and I know Gronk always shows up in the playoffs so I'm not counting out Gronk I just think that this is going to be a high scoring affair and I just think it's going to be um Unlike Robert, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, and I think that the Rams are just going to outscore them. It's not the fact that the Bucks are bad or the Rams are bad. I just think that these are two titans and that the NFC is the way better division than the AFC. So, I mean, if I'm going to go with my pick, I'm going to go with the Rams, and I'm going to go – I think it's got to be – I think I'm going to go – 37, like 34 or something like that. Like it's going to be a high scoring game. It's going to be won by like a field goal. And I think that, 
uh, the Rams would come out on top. So for me, I, uh, obviously the, the, the Buccaneers are my, were my Super Bowl pick. Um, the other half of my pick is sadly, uh, that's not going to happen, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to shit on your uh, (laughs) Super Bowl pick there, Jack. No, I mean, Hey, listen, I can still be half. Right. So, you know, I'm okay with that. And now that, uh, I don't know if we brought, I don't think we brought it up yet, but now that the Patriots are out, I'm, I'm, I'm full, full bucks mode. Now I'm just cheering for the bucks rest of the playoffs. Boy. Um, no shame. Boo. Boo. Anyway, you guys can boo all you want, but you know what? Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I uh, obviously the uh, the Buccaneers were my Super Bowl pick to come out of the NFC. Um, so I don't want to go against that pick. Um, I can still be half right. So, um, but you know, there there are a couple reasons why I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bucks in this game. Um, you know, I think the Rams impressive. The the Rams performance was really impressive um, last week, but I think that you know the Cardinals really kind of beat themselves. Um, you know, they were talking on the broadcast a lot about how, um, not a lot of their players had any playoff experience and you could really, you know, really show it because, um, especially Kyler Murray. I mean, he, you know, I don't know if you guys caught, caught that, but at, at one point they put up a stat where, uh, OBJ actually had more, uh, passing yards than, uh, than Kyler Murray. That was, uh, that was pretty savage, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just some, some, really, really bad mis- uh, mistakes, poor plays that he was making, um, you know, that pick six, you know, I mean, just take the safety, man. You, you just don't, don't throw the ball up when you're in the end zone, you know? Uh, so that was pretty bad. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Rams look really good. Obviously I, I kind of discounted their home field advantage in the last podcast, if you remember, but man, that place was loud. So, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll give them credit for that one. Um, I did not expect that, but um you know, props. Why was having the time of his life? Oh, did you see that video? They just panned over at him, and he's like, "Like Paul George phone. is absolutely losing, and Kawhi is just yeah. sitting there on his phone." <laughs> Classic Kawhi <laughs> moment. But yeah, um, on the Bucks side, I mean, obviously, it's at home. Um, these two teams did play each other in the regular season, uh, and the Rams beat the Bucks. That was at SoFi. Um, but I think that, you know, these teams are at two very different points that they were at that, you know, at that point in the season, um, you know, I think that was pretty early on in the season. So a lot has changed, um, you know, and I mean, part of this pick is, yeah, don't, I, I just don't bet against Brady, especially in the playoffs and at home. But I just, I, I really do think that, um, you know, the experience of him does come into play. The home field advantage comes into play. The fact that the Bucks are not going to beat themselves comes into play. They're not going to make the mistakes that the, you know, like the Cardinals did that the Rams can capitalize on. Um, I do think this game will, you know, I, I think it's going to be very close. I mean, these are, these are both um, great teams, um, but overall I'm going to give the edge to the Buccaneers. Um, I'll say, um, Maybe not quite as high scoring as, as Curtis said, but I'll go 31. I'll go 31 24. I'm uh I'm actually gonna rock with you, Jack. I'm going Buccaneers as well. I've uh I've taken my medicine plenty of times when I've been against Brady. 
Um, I've had to had to sit in agony as I watch Brady 20 bomb teams that I thought were going to roll them. Um, I've had very sizable financial bets placed against Brady that I have quickly realized to, uh, came to the realization that I've regretted. Um, and this is not going to be one of those times as good as the, uh, as good as the Rams are as complete of a team, they are their quarterback doesn't have seven rings and their quarterback doesn't lead the NFL all the time in passing yards in the playoffs and passing touchdowns and passing completions and passer rating and so, led the league this year in touchdowns. Yeah. At what? 40. How old is he now? 45, 45. This guy's timeless. I mean, this it's it's hard, especially considering, as you guys had alluded to, there is a I will say there is an a sizable decline in talent between the offenses between the Rams and the Bucks. But it helps a lot when your signal caller is Tom Brady. And it helps a lot when your tight end is half of the greatest postseason duo in NFL history being Rob Gronkowski. So I think given the conditions, given the Bucks being at home, given the fact that it's Brady in the playoffs. I'm I'm going to go against my morals here and I'm betting Tom Brady for the simple fact that I think he's going to win this playoff game. It's not going to be convincing though. I don't I don't think it's going to be convincing. I'm going to say I'm going to, I'm going to keep it so I'm going to say 21-27. I'm going to say 21-27 for the Bucks. I also um, just want to Oh, sorry. And no, go ahead. What are you what are you going to say? I was just going to say it's against my DNA as a Falcons fan to root for <laughs> to pick Tom Brady in anything. Like after 2016, I can't physically. Wait, wait, wait. Like, what do you mean? What happened, happened in 2016? What happened, yeah, what happened in 2016? I don't know what happened in 2016. Could you? Could you? Yeah, you know, um, this guy. His name's Matt Ryan. He's a pretty great quarterback. You, you could say he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. And, he won uh, MVP in 2016. Yeah, he won happened. MVP. Um, <laughs> and nothing else say, happened. Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely just, nothing. The, 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 after game 16, the season just ended. It was over. They won. It was really weird. Yeah. I I, I don't think was there yeah, playoffs. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways. What's um, a playoff? Yeah. What, what's this? What's the Super Bowl? Who is a playoff? Who's playoff? Anyway, isn't there? It's some. It rhymes with like uh, Barges Leficit in Super Bowl history. I I don't know who that was. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tom Brady came back and beat the Falcons in the greatest oh. playoff comeback of all time. Oh, oh there oh. it is. I, I thought it. Rang I mean, a bell. If, if we're talking right on the tip of my tongue for teams that uh, shot the bed in the Super Bowl, you shouldn't be talking either. Oh, man. here we go. Mm. We it I'm I turning mean, up the dial of the Cam, stove again. All Cam needed to do was dive on that ball, and he didn't want to dive on the ball. Yeah, he still didn't. They still lost. I know. They should have won if he would have dove on the ball, but we'll never know. We'll never Brady know. Brady also beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl, too. Just want to throw that up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 40-year-old Peyton Manning beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl. Uh, arguably the greatest playoff defense of all time. That, that that Denver team was so different. Not to get too far off the tangent, but, man, was that defense good. Man, I'm just thinking about 2016, and Julio was on a tear that year. Anyways. You know, people – yeah, okay. Let's move on. I don't, I don't want to go on a tangent here. Wait, 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 what were you gonna say about Julio? We're gonna talk shit about Julio? What, no, what I wasn't. I was I was not. I was gonna say a lot of people talk about Super Bowl 53 as like one of the most boring Super Bowls, but like Super Bowl 50, like there was that that was I mean, I wouldn't say it was boring, but like there was very little action. No, there was no offense. As a Panthers fan sitting on the end of my couch, I don't think I was I don't think I was more excited than when we got three first downs in a row. I think it was late <laughs> in the third quarter. I think that was the most fired up I got throughout the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to come on and do an episode of ranking all the Super Bowls. 
every all Super Bowl, Super Bowl, every 55? every Super Bowl in the last like maybe not every maybe we'll go like years. last twenty. I personally like can remember watching thirteen Super Bowls since I was. I could, I could remember maybe fifteen. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched like Super Bowl three in a while. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm talking about like maybe we go um, last twenty five. And if you really need to go for the later ones, you just rewatch them because they're on somewhere. Yeah. We can do NFL championships too, like 1930s. and. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Joking. Anyways. Sorry. See, we had to get off track at one point. In this we podcast. did. It's, it's, okay. it's inevitable. It's all good. Um, before we move on, I wanted to quickly say this because I forgot to bring it up. Uh, I think another big factor for this game is going to be a status of Tristan Wirfs because he was mm. a little bit questionable last week and it really yeah. showed. So all I'm saying is when one of your better offensive linemen is not a hundred percent healthy, who better to take on that role than Aaron Donald himself. So true. just throwing that out there. However, our final game on this wonderful slate we have uh, also coming off of two games where they destroyed their opponents. opponents. Um, I'm sure Jack and I both love to hear that. Mm. You know, the, the, Bills, the, the evil empire actually. The evil empire. The evil empire actually fell in this case. Yeah. Um, the Bills destroyed the Pats and the murdered Chiefs them. Murdered destroyed them. the Steelers again. This time it was in the playoffs. So what lo and what behold. Is- what we got a matchup? What, what is better to not make the playoffs or to get destroyed in the first round of the to playoffs? not make the playoffs? Yeah, I've been saying that for a yeah. while. I've been saying that for a while. I mean, yeah, because we got a top 10 pick in this week's draft. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but at least I got to watch more wins than, than you guys. So I don't know, not, not many more. If you look at the standing, See, that, that's what well, I'm saying, though. Like, when I look at the, the season the Steelers had, like. Does it really make beating Tyler Huntley and, and the Ravens that much better that we made it to the playoffs? Like, no. I would have taken what you had instead of being what I would what I would equate it to be blue balls for an NFL season. If we go 3-0, and Darnold looks like a borderline elite quarterback leading the league in rushing touchdowns, and then he just forgets how to play quarterback. And then we think it's 2015 again, and we bring in Cam Newton. And then McCaffrey's out for the year again. And Robbie Anderson can't catch a football. And we gave him one of the biggest extensions of a receiver in the last four years. There's just so many. Sorry, I don't mean to unpack this and make this a Panthers Panthers podcast. But man, holy, there's so much that I would do to take back and be a different team this season. Yeah. All I'm going to say is to the, jump on the ball. It's just that easy. The, yeah. Just jump on the, the Patriots, ball. the Patriots defense, especially their their pass rush just, just sucks. We, we need to fucking rebuild that whole shit because nobody the only people the only people who showed up in that game three people mac jones kendrick Bourne, and nick full even mac jones didn't have a great game he's like okay yeah, yeah but i mean it wasn't his, his fault that they lost. as a rookie yeah yeah I, this is why i didn't pick the them to win this is why i didn't pick them to win last week yeah, but he's, he's a rookie. He's a you really just fan, said why but, but, Okay, but he didn't lose them the game, Curtis. You're acting no, like that's why they that. lost. I wasn't I'm not saying he lost them the game. But you are. I'm not. <laughs> You're saying that's why I didn't pick them because he's a rookie. Yeah. They lost the, the game because their defense sucks why ass. I didn't pick them. It wasn't the only reason. It was just one of the reasons. Okay, what were the other reasons? 
because I think the Bills are just overall better. Oh, okay. Here we yeah. go. Wow. Well, cop out. Better cop defense, out. Classic, better offense, in classic spiked fashion. We have a little tangent of, of mine and Jack's favorite The team. Bills aren't even my team. Like, what? If like, we're, if I'm, we're, I'm, yeah, but, I'm unbiased in this whole thing. Didn't you say, Curtis, you're going to root for the Bills in this playoffs? No, I Did you not Bengals. say that? I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Oh, really? I, I, I thought you said Bills last week. but I, okay. thought it, I thought it was Bengals, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you said Bills. No, I, 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 want, I want Bungles to go to the Super Bowl just because I like saying the Bungles. Joey Burr. I don't think I'll we root for the I don't think I we want to see the Bengals. I want to see I think the, I think the Bungles are like abolished. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I think we got to like, especially I got one of my good friends. Shout out Connor. He's uh, he's a massive Bengals fan, and he's been trying to tell me all years like Bengals are legit. Bengals are going to be there. Chase was the right pick. And I was like, you know what? I haven't seen enough yet. I've seen at this point. I've You've seen, seen enough. I've definitely <laughs> seen enough. I think the Bengals the Bengals have enough that they can build a competent. A competent weapon arsenal around Joe Burrow. A competent and- weapon? Huh? A competent weapon? Weapons. Weapons. Yeah, weapon. they got multiple. They got one of the I would say one of the deepest receiving cores in the league. Yeah, yeah. Chase yeah. Higgins and uh Boyd and even Uzama. Uzama's coming maybe, out of maybe Arizona if they're healthy. Oh yeah, Arizona, yeah. even the Bucks, even the Bucks when they had all their weapons there, like Godwin's out if he's there with Evans and Gronk. I think it makes it a different story. Even Kansas City as and well. Maybe. And AB Rams, if Odell, if, 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 Vontes, if Vontes Burfick never existed, Antonio Brown yeah. would be <laughs> years of our generation. All right, well, that's I for think another time. We're speaking of giving a team blue balls, I think we're giving the Bills fans blue balls because we keep on dodging talking yeah. about their team. Um, but, anyways, yeah, let's let's unpack this. Um, yeah, does someone else want to start or do you want me to start? Because it doesn't matter to me. You know what? I'll start. Go Ultimate ahead. chaos. The Bills it. are winning. Shock. Oh my goodness. Everyone's shaking their heads. It's a hot take. I know it. It's not a hot take, but like, I just don't want it to happen. Me neither. Okay, okay, hear me out. I don't want any of Jackson Mahomes in another Super Bowl. I am not making this pick because I want to happen. (laughs) Bills fans are going to be insufferable if they win this game. Like well, there they already are, worse, but they're yeah. they're gonna be worse than Patriots fans if they win this game. They're okay, be whoa, so whoa, so insufferable. I think Pats fans. I don't think Pats fans are as bad as Bills fans. If I'm being honest, well, no, but I have to. Compare you know what? Something. Pats fans no have the right to Bills gloat. Fans. Pats Bills, fans many, also, yeah, exactly. They actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. Cowboys. How many fans. Super Bowls have the Bills won again? Everybody, remind me. I'm talking many, to you, Fed. Talking about you. <laughs> Put them up. You stinking, you stinking Cowboys fans. Anyways. I think the Bills are going to win, not because, again, like all these teams in this round are good. Not one of these teams are bad. I think why they win is I have not been sold on KC's defense this year. They've been okay. They've been so-so. I've, they've gone better as the season gone on, but I think they're going up against one of the better offenses still left in the playoffs in the Bills and Stephon Diggs and um, Dawson and, uh, yeah, all the all those guys. I think oh okay. We also have to talk about that Austin Knox first touchdown. That catch was unreal. No, we don't have to talk about that. That was an unreal I don't catch. I don't think Jack wants to revisit the game that brought him here. Anyways, but <laughs> I just think that they have a lot of really, really good weapons. And I think that Josh Allen is a great quarterback. I'm not saying Mahomes isn't. I already argue Mahomes is a better quarterback, but I think the Bills have a better defense, and I think that's why 
Buffalo wins this game. It's not going to be the offenses that wins the game. It's going to be the defenses. And I think that the Bills defense is better than KC's defense. And that's not a knock to KC. They've done good. I think another part of this pick is also the fact that they didn't look convincing in the first, maybe first quarter, you could argue, argue first half against the Steelers, who they should have wiped the floor with. No offense, Robert. But used to it at this point. No offense, but you should have wiped the oh, floor. No offense, but we should have gotten absolutely demolished. But yeah. So I, I'm not convinced in them. And that's not a, anything against Mahomes. I just think that this team doesn't look as complete as it did in its two Super Bowl runs. So I'm going to go with the Bills. And I'm going to say it's going to be a high. Uh, I think it's going to be a medium scoring game. I think it's going to be like 31 to 24 Bills, I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to put down. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change that. I'm going to go uh, 20, 27. I'll go, I'll go 31, 27. Close game. You know, part of me, part of me wants to pick the Bills in this game simply for the reason I'd love to see the no, Bills. You don't don't lie to us. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Let me finish. I know what he's gonna say. I know what he's gonna say before <laughs> he says it. I'll let him say it. Go ahead. I would love to see the Bills go to the Super Bowl and then meet the Buccaneers and get beat by Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That would just be. I, I would. I would just, I would just, mm, that's, I would just, I want that. Let me just yeah, give, and then, please. And then find me narrative, someone. Beautiful narrative you, begins. You oh, well, if Bill's Mac Jones was in that game, he wouldn't be Brady. Find me, find me someone that isn't a Patriots fan to say that exact sentence that Jack just said. I'll pay you $100 cash if you can find me anyone that is not a Patriots fan to say that. Especially in Ontario. That's going to be tough, man. Oh, man. Wow. I just, I mean, I just think that would be hilarious, but. Anyways, going back to who I actually think is going to win this game. Um, wow. I, what, that's, I'm, hey, I'm just saying that's what I'd love to see happen. He's I think making that, a statement. But, um, yeah, I mean, in terms, of, in terms of what was going on with this game next, uh, next week, um, you know, I mean, obviously, I, uh, I, saw, I saw how the Bills destroyed the Patriots there last is. week. You know, I, it, it, it happened. It, I didn't like it, but it happened. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen looked really good. He was, the, I mean, listen, all you need to know is the Bills scored a touchdown every, every single drive they had. Um, so that's, you know, that, that pretty much tells you the whole story. Um, the Patriots defense uh, have not forced a punt on the Bills in the past uh, two games that they played against them. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, what, what, what more needs to be said? But uh, so, you know, the Bills look great last week. Uh, Josh Allen was making some ridiculous plays. Uh, with that being said, though, but the reason that I'm going to pick the Chiefs, the reason I'm going to pick the Chiefs is because I think that they hit their stride after the hiccups in the first quarter, first half, we'll say. And I think, think that. I think that, you know, I mean, you look at, I, I thought Mahomes, I mean, it, it, listen, I know it's the Steelers. I know it's the Steelers, guys. No offense, Rob. Oh, I know. I told you I'm used to it at this point. So. No offense. No, no, yeah. We're just piling on Rob at this point. Yeah, game. I know. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I see some in the Chiefs. I think, I think that they, 
they have the playoff experience. Um, it's it's going to be at Arrowhead. Um, Matt, you know, that's a big home field advantage. Um, you know, the, the, the cold doesn't factor in it, obviously, because, you know, we're, we're the talking Bills about the Buffalo. one of the coldest yeah. stadiums in the league. But the crowd noise does, and I think that's going to be a factor. But, I mean, on the field, yeah, I just think that um, – they have the, they have more experience and I think they, they've hit their stride. Now I think this is probably going to be the closest game of the week. In my opinion, I, I think this is going to come down to at least three points, maybe possibly even less. I mean, who knows? Um, so I'm going to go with the chiefs as much as yes, I would think it, I do, I do think it would be hilarious if uh, the bills made it to the super bowl and got beat by the bucks. But so here's my, here's my score prediction. I'm going to go. I'm going to say high scoring as well. I'm going to say, hmm. I don't know if I want to get into the 40s here, but we'll, we'll no, we'll we'll stick with uh, we'll stick with uh, 37, 35. Wow. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to go that high, but I am more than willing to go that high. I'm okay. uh, I'm going to say 41, 34, Kansas City. Um, the 41 simply Kansas city at home, getting hot at the right time, fourth, most passing yards in the league going into this game. Um, I think there, there are a few, there are a few kind of outliers that would throw this game, uh, throw this game for a loop. I think the bills defense definitely has a capability to blow this game open on the, uh, on the other side. I mean, their pass rush has been very good all year. Um, one of the best pass defenses in the league, um, combine that with, an unbelievable offensive side of the ball led by Josh Allen, who put up a, put up a very convincing win to say the least against the Steelers last week. Sorry, Rob. Um, there's a, <laughs> I have to at least say, sorry, I can't just say it and leave oh, yeah, it. I, I feel it's, bad. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we're, we're Canadians. We have to the defeat the defeat in his voice. Fuck it. Just fuck well, it. You know what the, just go ahead. I, I'm pretty You're sure the joint. Pats lost by more than the Steelers did, but. So then, why aren't we just bringing up the Pat the Patriots? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, what are we doing here? Like, Pat or Dookie? <laughs> um. Anyways, back Jones um, the fraud. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I we're trying to arguably like very benefiting. Bear, oh my god, I can't speak. Very benefiting <laughs> to the system he was in, but arguably the best looking rookie quarterback. Of this mm, where have I heard that before? What? Where have I heard that before? Benefit the system he's in. No, no, like as much as he did benefit the system because Bill <laughs> Belichick is a very, very good coach in terms of putting his place players in a place to succeed. I think Mac Jones can like consensus. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about the Patriots because I can't speak English. It's like it's me like, with the Rams, dude. Holy, in saying that, I think this game is gonna be close. It has the potential to be kind of a kind of a trade like blow for blow kind of battle between both offenses, but. I don't know. I think some about Kansas City at home in the playoffs, considering the Bills will be riding high off the game against not to shit on the Steelers again, but not the most playoff ready team. I think <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. Oh, like, Rob, I'm sorry. I'm every sorry. Five I seconds. To, I don't know what to do. My pick. I'm Nate, sorry. Nate, Nate, Nate. At least me and Jackson double down in our takes and shitting on the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, twice. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> my pick. Mahomes in the playoffs, I think he's going to be able to connect with all of his weapons. I think that their run game is also going to be a bit underrated. I think they're going to be able to get Mahomes on the move, and I think they're going to be able to get Clyde a good amount of touches to leave the Bills guessing. Um, 
Josh Allen's also a good mobile quarterback. Yeah, I I think again, Allen has Allen has a possibility to take over this game and make me eat my words. I just think the Chiefs at Arrowhead's very strong, and I think the Bills will be I think riding a tad too high on beating the Steelers, even though it is a playoff win nonetheless. I think the 41-34 should hold up. If it's not going to, I see the Bills kind of blowing it open and even even past the 40s. I think this has a chance to be a, a hammer over for those betting. Um, and I also think the spread of two, I think, is fairly fair because I think it could go either way. I think the Bills on the home and or at home and on the road have been arguably the same this season. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I hope that I'm not wrong, but in the event that I am wrong, I assume Josh Allen will do something amazing to win that game. So I think I think that for me, as much as the Bucks and the Rams is going to be entertaining, I think this for me is the game of the week because this has this has a good amount riding on it. Um much like the Rams Bucks game does, but I think this one in terms of local fanhood, considering where we're located and how many people that we know are Bills fans, I think this is a bit more well rooted for those people that we know. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a hell of a game. I think the two games on Sunday, I think are going to be a great way to wrap up this uh, this divisional weekend. You you bring up a good point Nate, in the sense that what are the odds that four people are on a football podcast in Ontario and not a single of one of them yeah. is a Bills fan? I think that's Should pretty be. rare. No, true. Pretty rare. Um, but I also do want to bring up for what it's worth that home field advantage in the playoffs in the NFL is a little bit overrated all time since they've been recording stats, basically, like since the beginning of stats. Uh, it's a 51.2% advantage to the home team. So you get 1.2%, I guess. So whatever that's worth, I don't know if home field advantage is, you know, I guess you could say it's a big deal but i'm personally not a huge component of you know home field being a huge deal and also the bills did beat this team in november when they were on their upswing so and they also beat them 38 20 you know i'm not saying that that means they're gonna win i just saying that in the past they have beaten this team so i'll say this you say the bills beat them on their upswing they also beat the chiefs while the chiefs are on their downswing well, we glass we'll have full glass back and forth empty. action here. All right, Robert, well, what's your pick? I'm going to throw out a take there. I don't know how hot it is. Mm. Well, it's, it's spiked, it's like, so it has to be hot. I don't know. It has to be hot. Mm. No. <laughs> I do think whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think that's a very – I don't know how hot of a take that is. but Bungles. It, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm picking the Bengals. Okay. Well, it's increasingly getting hotter. Um, <laughs> stove the dials turning, it's, it's turning, it's turning. We're approaching 400 Fahrenheit. Um, I'm going Chiefs, okay, because that was my original pred- prediction the Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with it. I do know, I know that Buffalo beat a better team last week than, than Kansas City. I understand that, and I, and you know, from the watching, which the- shall not be named. This random group of Robert, if you men want me, Robert, if you want me to make you feel better, and they lost, they only lost by, I don't know, they lost by a smaller margin than the team that yeah. the Bills beat. So it it didn't feel like it, but thank you for that. Um, if I'm the Chiefs, I and you know, looking back at some of the the gameplay from last week, you know, if you're expecting a blown coverage downfield and, and, you know, your guy walks in 20, 30 yards for a touchdown against Buffalo. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Um, that being said, you know, the chiefs have to be a lot more, 
prepared to go because they're facing a much better team than they are than last week. So do I think they have it in, in them? Absolutely. You look at the weapons around them. I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes, but between Hill, Kelsey, you know, even the running by Williams has been pretty good. I know Buffalo's defense is, you know, very good this year, but I do think that if there's a team that can take it down, it's definitely the chiefs um, on the flip side, you know, Buffalo is coming off of a huge win last week. And I'm sure that has tons of momentum running through them. So to say that this is going to be a close game, I mean, a hundred percent, this is going to be one possession game at most, in my opinion. Do I think it's going to be high scoring? Not necessarily. I could see probably from the twenties to thirties range, maybe one team breaks into the thirties, one team stays in the twenties. Um, that being said, my prediction for this game is going to be chiefs. I'm going to say 31, 24. That's my pick for this game. And like I said, whether the bills win this week or whether the chiefs win this week, whoever wins this game is going to go to the super bowl. So there you have it. I want an Island on my own in this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling all right. I mean, you know, I, I think the only way that I think my prediction is wrong is if, um, you know, the Bills secondary just goes up in flames when they play. I mean, unless this run game also comes out and has a great game, that's also very possible. But not saying that they're bad. I just think that the Bills have a more complete team in the sense that their defense is better. And that's it. I guess we'll see. I'm kind of putting my... Uh, my money on the line to see if I can keep my uh, at least tied for first. Well, I mean, there won't be a tie anymore because me and Robert have different picks. So we'll have to uh, wait and see. Yep. In, uh, in classic spiked fashion, I know I just want to run by this really quickly. We have our segment where Jack and I talk about our favorite teams. Obviously we won't be doing that anymore because they're both out. Uh, so Jack really quickly, I just want to hear you. What is next for the Patriots? Um, I mean, as I, talked about earlier i really think they need to uh upgrade their defensive line i think there's it just looked old and ineffective last week um i mean you know i think our secondary is is pretty good um but still i mean it was really disappointing obviously um last week um even guys like jc jackson who have been you know really good all year um you know, just kind of shit the bed. So I don't know. It's uh, I, I think that's where they really need to, uh, uh, you know, look at what to do in the off season is on the defense for the most part. Um, I mean, it would be nice to get Mac like a true number one wide receiver. Um, you know, although I, I think the, like the offense has been pretty good this year. I think that obviously any improvement that you can make um, if, if there's some way that they could get him, somebody like that um i think that would be huge and yeah i mean other than that i i think a lot of it was just kind of like other than on the other than on the defense on the offense i think it was more just uh poor execution last week i mean there was a lot of drop passes um and yeah like i said other than i i have to say i'm i'm you know one thing i'm optimistic about is i like the mac jones kendrick Bourne connection i thought I mean, obviously they they had the two touchdowns that the the Pats scored in that game. Um, I, I think that that could be something to watch out for in in the coming years. But um, yeah, definitely look at the defensive line 
even the secondary as well and possibly uh, a number one wide receiver. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the Steelers, and I'll run through this quickly, um, everything. But uh, <laughs> no, de- definitely quarterback is absolutely number one on the list. Um, at the same time, you know, I think a quarterback only in certain cases only goes as far as his offensive line. And in this past season, uh, both were not great. So I think that's something else they do need to um, tend to. Uh, definitely linebackers. I noticed that late in the season and as the season went out, um, their run defense just kind of fell off of a cliff and that really hurt them in the long run. So I'd say I'd cap it at those three. Obviously, I think quarterback, like I said, is number one on the list. Um, and then I'd go number two and say offensive line because I do think the Steelers defense obviously stepped up this year in, in huge cases. Shout out TJ Watt, defense player of the year. Um, and then, yeah, just getting more guys to kind of help complement him on the defensive side. So I'm going to leave it at that quarterback, offensive line, linebackers. That being said, I think that's going to wrap up uh, this week's episode. You know, we basically covered all four games coming up this, this, this upcoming weekend. Uh, Curtis, Nate, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Always a good time talking football with you guys. Um, you know, hopefully you can join us uh, next week to talk about the uh, whoever's going to be in the AFC champion or the the conference championship games. Um, me and the Bills will be here next week. <laughs> me, right. me and the Chiefs, me and the Chiefs will be here. Me I'll and the Bucks will be here, and me <laughs> and the Rams will be here. Look at that. Actually, me, me and the Panthers will be sitting in the gutter somewhere around like Young Street. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us on, boys. It's always a blast. Also, um, shout out Atlanta for you know being mediocre again this year. Let's going to say yeah, next year. I, I guess we're getting. Go ahead, no, I was going to say shout out shout out to Atlanta for having all of their major sports teams pretty much. For the for the most part, like being good, except the Falcons. Ha ha ha! Wow, so Braves to do it fresh, fresh off the uh, World Series win. Yeah, you're yeah. so funny. Hey, what about the Atlanta Thrashers? Oh yeah, what, what happened to them? Oh, oh wait, what about oh, the Atlanta shit. Flames? <laughs> oh, oh, um, I will Don't say really just, on the, just on the team talk really quick. Um, Panthers need basically the Steelers treatment. Uh, we need a, a little bit of everything. A competent quarterback. Uh, we did pick up Darnold's option, so we're kind of stuck with him for next year. I think he has potential. Again, it's the, he only goes as far as the O-line takes him. Um, hopefully, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle for Bama, slips to us in the draft at six. Um, that would be a dream situation. If not, Tyler Linderbaum from uh, from Iowa at center would be a huge uh, huge successor of Matt Paradis uh, in Carolina. That'd be massive. Um, the only other thing, I think there's just some retooling, possibly looking at a, a McCaffrey trade, I think would be worth it. Um I think really anything to get Robbie Anderson's contract off the books, I think would be massive if we could get some good draft capital back. Um, I do like Robbie as a player, but he's not, he's not worth what we're paying him. We're, we're also not using him as much as what he's making would, would incline. So I'll keep it brief at that, but there's still a lot that needs to be done to this team, much like the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll quickly say for the uh, Falcons that, you know, I did, I did say Matt Corral, not just because it's more of a likely person to be there at the eight pick for the Falcons. But if Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, the free safety can drop down, our secondary will be very good next year. I'll be really looking forward to our secondary play next year. But if not, I mean, Matt Corral is going to have a year under 
um, Matty Ice, and then Matty Ice is going to sail off the sunset after next year. So, and it'll also be nice to have all of our weapons actually healthy and not taking a year off to deal with their mental health, which is important, but I'd like everyone to be back. I just wanted to comment on one thing that Nate said. I'm sorry, but to me, Sam Darnold's a bust at this point. I, yeah, I just I, I, I've seen I've seen enough and it's leaning towards that as well. I'm the only reason I'm giving him next year is because we literally picked up his options. So we don't yeah. have a choice. You don't have he's a choice going to so. be there next year unless uh, you bring in someone else and he's the backup. The only the only thing that I wouldn't hate and I've been talking about this with a lot of people. This is a very deep draft class for very good linemen. And I think if the Panthers wanted to maximize with that six pick, I would definitely think that it's worth it to trade down somewhere between 15 to 18 where guys like Matt Corral, apparently Kenny Pickett's rising for a lot of people. I've seen a lot of projections of Kenny Pickett going at two to the lions, which I think is kind of nuts. But um, in saying that there's a lot of great tackles and great interior linemen between, I think it's 13 and 17 in most projections. Um, And in that, in that possibly happening, we could possibly get two first round picks from a few different teams who are hanging around between 17 to 21 and even get a tackle and a quarterback in the first round. Um, I think that would be the ideal situation of maxing out the sixth pick. If we can't get a premier tackle um, or if I, uh, or if guys like, uh, like Hamilton, even Derek Stingley, I would take another good cornerback from LSU. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, there's, there's a lot that needs to be done in a bunch of different ways to do it. I just, I don't know. I don't have faith in Darnold after what I saw last year. I mean, when you're getting replaced by a guy whose prime was six years ago, I don't, I don't know how much respect I can have for you. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it might be, I, I would have more faith in PJ Walker if I'm being honest. I, I also legend just to um, speak a, one last thing. I also think uh, Desmond Ryder of Cincinnati is going to go kind of under the radar. And I think that mm. he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL with uh, kind of the same way that, you know, um, Mac Jones didn't have a great end to his college career, obviously, um, with the loss. Or did he lose? No, that's right. They won. No, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. They Anyways, they won. But uh, I think that Desmond Ryder had a good season. And he just went up against Georgia and Georgia's won it all. And they're a great team. So I don't think that should drop his stock, even though it kind of has. A lot of places have him now ranked 27th, but I think he should go higher in the draft. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in this year's draft. But yeah, uh, that's going to do it. Obviously, we'll leave all the links in the description. Follow us, join Spike Nation. And check out the preview articles that we're going to have coming out too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I got my uh, Packers article dropping on Saturday morning, so be sure to uh, be sure to check out that Packers-Niners uh, preview. All right, all guys. Right, yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.